Welcome to Fort Hood Spotlight, keeping you in touch with what's happening on the world's largest military installation, Fort Hood, Texas. Julia Connor here, and with me in the studio, Christine Luciano from Fort Hood's DPW. You've got something special going on at yes, the end of the ma'am. month. Yes, ma'am. On October 29th, on Saturday at the Coppers Cove Civic Center, we have an Eco Harvest Festival that's going on. Keep Coppers Cove Beautiful is hosting this annual event, and this is the second year that they're doing it, and there's a bunch of great stuff for the community to come out and learn about what they can do with the environment to make a difference. Okay, so Eco Harvest Festival, what exactly does that mean? Well, it's a community event, and we try to encourage everyone to come out and learn how they can be sustainable. And so we want to educate the Central Texans all over about little things that we can do at home and at work to be greener. Okay, so give us an example of some of those little things we can do. Some of the little things we can do is as easy as recycling. That's the big money maker here at Fort Hood. And the money that we generate from recycling comes back to the Fort Hood community. Anyone that has an ID card and has access onto Fort Hood can use a Fort Hood Recycle Center. We have blue containers all throughout the installation and also at the Clear Creek and Warrior Way commissaries as our major drop-off points. And we also have recycling containers at the Recycle Center on 72nd and O'Hebrell Head. You can recycle almost anything and everything from paper, cardboard, aluminum cans, to even glass on Fort Hood. So we'll take it all and everything comes back to Fort Hood community to support events like Month of the Military Child, Freedom Fest, and Earth Fest. Y'all give us a great deal on our aluminum cans. We sure do, Julia. We get 50 cents a pound, but we even have a better deal coming up in November on the 15th. So make sure you mark that on your calendar because that's going to be a dollar a pound for the first 50 customers. All right. Now we're going back to Copper's Cove. You're going to have a lot of activities going on during the festival. Yes, we have an Eco Harvest Festival. It'll be on Saturday, October 29th from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. So this is a great opportunity to come out, see some interactive environmental displays, get some prizes giveaways, some things that can help you in your efforts to be greener. It's a great idea for people of all ages. Yes, Julia. Anyone from five-year-olds to senior citizens to learn about what they can do about the environment. Don't put that aluminum can in the trash can. Put it in the recycle bin. When you leave the room, make sure you turn off the lights. During the summer, make sure you set your thermostat at 78 degrees. All kinds of great stuff you can do to help build a sustainable community and environment. And the best part, Julia, is there's going to be free pancake breakfast and sausage out there. And the whole community is invited to come out. Exactly. We want the whole Central Texas community to come out. This isn't just a Copper Scope event. This is a Central Texas event, and Fort Hood plays a huge role in it every year. If we need some more information? Well, if you need more information, you can always call 254-535-1008. All right. Now, once again, tell us when and where. It'll be on Saturday, October 29th from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. at the Copper Scove Civic Center. Make sure you mark that on your calendar and come out for a free pancake and sausage breakfast and a great opportunity for learning about the environment. Thank you so much, Christine. We've been talking about Eco Harvest 2011. Christine Luciano from DPW here at Fort Hood. I'm Julia Connor for Fort Hood Spotlight. Drive through a winter wonderland at Belton Lake Outdoor Recreation Area. Nature and lights, a holiday tradition. Be awed by over 115 illuminated, animated light displays choreographed to the tunes of the season. Nature and lights, November 18th through January 8th. Enjoy the drive through over five and a half miles of holiday-inspired scenes. Pick up your free fourth annual Nature and Lights Christmas ornament Monday through Wednesday evenings while supplies last. Fort Hood Spotlight.
Thank you for joining us. I'm Julia Connor. With us is Donna Vaggert. She is the director of the Army Wellness Center here on Fort Hood. Thank you so much for being with us. Glad to be here. Thank you. And I know I can see the excitement in your eyes because the retiree health fair is coming up. Yes, ma'am. Tell us when and where it's going to be. It's going to be the 29th of October. It's on Saturday at Thomas More Health Clinic. And we're also adding this year to Robertson's Blood Center. Those are right next to each other, right? They are. So at the Blood Center, what's going to be happening over there? They're having um, providers from the hospital represented there. Plus, they're going to try to get blood donations. And we're actually having a blood mobile come that day as well. Okay, I thought there'd be an ulterior motive there <laughs> having it at the Robertson Blood Center. So tell us who is invited to the retiree health fair. All retirees from the Army and their spouses that have dependent IDs. Now, in addition to collecting blood from them, there's going to be lots of different screenings available. Tell us what will be happening. We're having blood pressure screenings, diabetes screenings. Um, there'll be a variety of different units from the hospital available to talk about any other concerns that they may have. Women's health care, podiatry, Dentac, whole gamut of a whole group. There's 55 participants. Wow. Okay. I understand Dentac is going to be doing some special screening. They are. And they're actually going to be screening for oral cancer. If there's any, any kind of dental services they need, they can make those arrangements that same day. Lots of vaccines available, the shingles vaccine, the pneumovax, flu vaccine. Tell us why the flu shot, why it's important for retirees to get that flu shot. Well, anyone that has a potential risk of coming up with the flu, you, you don't want to get the flu. It's really, really bad stuff. Um, anyone that has a contact with a lot of people, especially elderly and small children, are at, at, at risk for getting the flu. The flu can cause a lot of health hazards, but it also can make, be can cause death if it's in the wrong people and they have immunocompromised health problems. The flu vaccine is given to all the military here and all civilians on post, so why not invite those people that have been served in the military to be able to utilize those services as well? Now, do the retirees need to bring any paperwork or anything with them? Just their military ID. Oh, okay. All right. So this whole thing is free then? It is. It's free. Tell us a little bit more about the uh, drug take back program because it's National Drug Take Back Day on October 29th. Yes, ma'am. And we're actually having a booth where anybody has any old meds in their medication drawers or something, put those in there and bring them. We actually have law enforcement there to protect it. And it'll be up at the very front. So when you come in, you can just drop your bag off. You don't have to sign anything. Just drop it off and walk out. So why do you think it's important for retirees to attend this event? It's a good way for them to have some screenings done and be able to get some health education information that will help them for the future. We're doing self-care classes so people can utilize those services. Self-care classes actually will allow people to go to the pharmacy and pick up self-care medications, over-the-counter medications free for them or per person per month. So a good service to have, you know, the Advil's, Tylenol's for sniffles, that kind of stuff is free. And we're being able to get a lot of health education information so that they can make informed consents about their health care. Yeah, and with over 50 representatives there from different departments and stuff, it's great to have everything there in one place. Yeah, and we actually, last year it was pretty crowded in the one area, so we expanded it to the Robertson's Blood Center so we people would have more room to be able to sit and actually visit with the participants ask the right questions and not be cramped, not be able to flow through appropriately to get the information that they want and be able to see everybody they want to see. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's good that they'll be able to actually ask questions. Instead of just picking up pamphlets, they'll be actually able to talk to somebody. Correct. So if we need some more information about the retiree health fair, what should we do? And you can contact the Army Wellness Center at 254-288-8488. 
Okay, and once again, tell us when and where. It is October the 29th, and it's from 0900 to 1400. All right, I want to thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. I have been talking with Donna Vaggart, Director of the Army Wellness Center here on Fort Hood. I'm Julia Connor for Fort Hood Spotlight. Hi, this is Terrell McCain from the Vets for Warriors Helpline with your Health Promotion Minute. We are a peer support line open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, available to all service members and their families at Fort Hood. You will always get a human voice if you call 1-855-VET-TALK, V-E-T-T-A-L-K. Call with any questions and concerns. You'll speak with someone who has shared a military life experience. Call now, 1-855-VET-TALK. Help prevent suicide. ACE. Ask. Care. Escort. Call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. 1-800-273-TALK. 1-800-273-TALK. Fort Hood Spotlight. Julia Cotter here and with me in the studio, Lacey Eyed, Fort Hood Fire Inspector. Thank you so much for being with us today. Ever since I can remember, October has been Fire Prevention Month. They used to just give us a week, but now we got the whole month. Yes, it's turned into that because we have that many schools to go to and that many people to reach out. Well, tell me what Fort Hood is doing as part of Fire Prevention Month. This year, we're going to each one of the schools. We're going to be um, giving them a truck display so the children are able to see the firefighters and what they ride on and give them some information about what we do. Some other things we're doing for the older children is we're making a play so that they could see how the firefighters actually work. And then we are going to some other events throughout the the month of October to show families uh, some fire safety tips and other important information regarding that. Yeah, fire safety tips. I mean, sometimes grown-ups, as old as we are, we just don't think about what we should be telling our children or even how we should be acting when it comes to fire and fire safety. What are some of the tips that you can give us to stay safe? Uh, Most of the time, they're very, very simple things, such as using extension cords only on a day use, uh, making sure that you're rolling them up and putting them away at the end of the day not using them as a permanent means of power, making sure that you're only plugging small appliances into surge protectors and never piggybacking them or plugging them into each other, making sure you put candles out when you leave the room or unplugging the space heater when you leave, simple things like that. So what about the children? I know stop, drop, and roll is still there, (laughs) isn't it? (laughs) Yes, it is. Uh, One of the things that we teach the children is to tell their parents to go test the smoke alarms every six months. Children are very, very good at remembering those types of things. And they're usually the big advocates for the fire department to go tell their parents at home. Um, Also, we teach them to stay away from matches and lighters, that those are for grown-ups only. And that they, if a fire is in their house, they need to get out and meet their parents at their meeting place. And hopefully families are practicing escape plans in case a fire ever occurs in their house. Tell me about the meeting place thing. The meeting place should be somewhere outside the home, far enough away from the home, but something children are easily able to recognize, like the mailbox or a large tree or maybe the neighbor's decoration they might have out in the lawn. But that's just to ensure that everybody gets out and meets there, and then they can tell the firefighters when they arrive if somebody's still in the house if they're not there at that meeting place. Halloween is coming up. Is there anything we should know about costumes? Some costumes can be highly flammable. A lot of people like to put decorations out. Make sure that when you're dressing your kids that you're, you're putting a, them in something that is safe. If they're going to be around candles and things like that, it's probably not a good idea to have a lot of loose, dangly clothing on them. Other than that, it's just mostly your decorations. We like to use candles inside the jack-o'-lanterns and other things like that. Make sure that you're, you're keeping those items safe as well. Okay, now let's think ahead to Christmas time. 
and those Christmas lights <laughs> and the jumble that's up in the attic. What can you tell us about the Christmas decorations? Well, when you we back? know Christmas lights are pretty and we like to have a lot of them. Make sure that you're reading the manufacturer's recommendations. Typically, it'll tell you no more than three strands plugged into one outlet. I recommend keeping to that manufacturer's recommendations as well. Okay. And, of course, you need to be checking all those lights and stuff to make sure that they're still good. Yes. You should plug each one in individually and make sure that there's no fraying on it or that there's a light bulb that's actually burst on it. If it is, make sure you replace it. And if they're not good, replace them completely. Yeah. And there's a thing about some of the decorations that you've had since uh, you were a child or since your mom was a child, even though, you know, they were dangerous at the time and y'all lived through it, you need to rethink using some of those decorations. Yes, a lot of them that have electricity supplied to them. We now mostly have a lot of uh, decorations out there that are UL listed. If they're not UL listed, they're typically not safe for your use as you probably shouldn't be using them anymore. Sentimental value, but still it's a fire hazard, so don't use them. Yes. And the lights for inside and outside, there's something special we should know about them. Uh, there is a difference. Usually if you look on the box, it'll tell you whether it's indoor or outdoor. Um, sometimes they're universal, so they can be used on either. But make sure you pay attention to that because it can be kind of dangerous to put the inside lights outside. All right. So fire prevention month in October. But y'all stay busy all the time because fire inspections are a big part of what you do. Yes, we are still going around Fort Hood, making sure that we're doing the inspections on the facilities we're supposed to and that everybody in their workplace is being safe as well. And don't you have to have fire marshals in each workplace or something like that? We do. The Fort Hood uh, regulation requires a fire marshal to be set for each unit and for them to cover facilities that they're under. And we do have a fire marshal program where we have about two classes a month. You only have to come to one class. And we teach them some fire safety tips that they're supposed to be looking for in their facility. So y'all are busy. Yes. Fire Prevention Month. Do you have just a couple of things you want to drill into our heads to make sure that we stay safe not only this month, but every month? I think the, the best thing to say about fire prevention is that you need to think common sense on most of these things. Anything that produces heat, you shouldn't put anything flammable next to. Anything that might be dangerous probably is dangerous. Uh, so pay attention, keep your eyes open, and always remember that a fire can start wherever you're at. All right. Thank you so much for being with us. You're welcome. Lacey Eyed, Fort Hood Fire Inspector. We've been talking about Fire Prevention Month. Be careful. And Lacey, if we need some more information, what should we do? Uh, there's two things you can do. You can log on to our Facebook, which is DES slash Fire and Emergency Services Fort Hood. Or you can also follow us on Twitter. We have a lot of information that goes um, on both of those websites. They're linked to each other, so it's the same information being provided. Also, you can check out www.nfpa.org, which provides you with tons of information about fire safety on any topic that you might be interested in learning about. I'm Julia Connor for Fort Hood Spotlight, a production of the Three Corps and Fort Hood Public Affairs Office.